Hi, good morning. It's the 1st of November 2018. Welcome to the Let's Talk Trade. And today I'm just going to be answering a couple of questions that I had from you all. So the first question is how many pips should I try to make per day, per week, per month? And I recommend weekly or monthly targets for pips. First of all, having a daily target puts pressure on you for when we have slow days or losing days. Because what could end up happening is that you could end up trying to force trades that are not there. Because if you so if you are so stuck on, alright, yeah, today I need to make 20 pips. I need to make 20 pips today. And the market is not giving you an opportunity to make 20 pips. You tend to want to force the market. You tend to want to find trades that are not there. And that could be a problem. So even if you wanted to make 20 pips a day, to me, I would say... Get in the habit of saying, all right, 25 trading days, all right, I want to make 100 pips of the week. So it's the same thing, but you have a, you have five days in which to make it. And usually, the market has two days that the market will push. So it's easier for you within those two days, right, to catch that 100 pips between a couple of pairs or one pair or two pairs. And you would be able to make what your targets for the period. So... In my programs, I recommend about 500 to 1,000 pips a month should be a good target. And then you could break it down weekly. So you say, you know what? I want to make 125 pips a week or I want to make 250 pips a week. All right. And you could work at getting to that point. That point is um, decent enough that you can make life-changing money with that. You see, there's two two styles when it comes to pips there's a style where you can make a lot of pips and a lot of people get tricked with this so there's a lot of pips you can make a lot of pips but because of your account size right in order to take all those positions and make all those pips then you're basically going to need to to have a very large account size for it to make any sense or you're going to be trading by 10 cents and one cents so if you make five thousand pips but you're trading by 10 cents, right? Then you made $500 for the month. But with my program, basically when you start and we make 500 pips, you make the same, another, I'm talking about $1,000 account trading by a dollar per pip. So you make 500 pips, you make the same 500. But then it starts scaling. So once you go to 2,000, Basically, you're trading by $2 per pip. You make the same 500 pips, you then make 1,000. And once you get consistent making uh, 500 to 1,000 pips a month, all right, you can scale your account properly. And this is not over trading we're talking about here. You can scale your account properly and make money, make real money from this rather than trying to make a lot of pips. To me, the, you have to make pips to make money at the end of the day. But... If I want to be making 20,000 pips, my account sides need to be able to match that at 20,000 pips, right? Could add up to 20, to 200,000 or $2,000,000. I don't want to make 20,000 pips if it is 20,000 pips equates to $200 or, or $2,000. That doesn't make sense to me. All right. Question two, what is the best indicator? Um, so honestly, the best indicator is price action. A lot of traders like to have the charts with a million indicators. It looks very confusing. I keep my charts very simple. In terms of actual indicators, I use the relative strength index, 
which is a guide that I use to help measure the waves, the market waves. And also I use the exponential moving average, the moving average. And you could get some nice trades on them when they cross. All right. Or when they, when they come to these averages, example, the 200 EMA is a very good support and resistance, a longer term, but it's a very good support and resistance. The market tends to hold at the 200 EMA and give you a bounce. Either, uh, it either holds as support and goes back up or it holds as resistance and is pushed back down at the 200 EMA. But indicators are usually lagging the only leading indicator again is price action so price action would allow you and, and price action is not an actual indicator but it indicates what the market is going to do and it's the only leading one all right because the what do you have to remember with indicators the indicators need for instance they need the information to then project so if i'm waiting on an entry the indicator mightn't be at that point yet to give me the entry but then i might miss the entry by the time the indicator does catch up to the market and give me that so that's the things you need to consider when you're talking about indicators price action is the leading one and can tell you what the market is going to do next much faster than any other actual indicator and that's it for indicators question three how long does it take to learn i would say a weekend to the rest of your life that's literally how long it'll take and let me explain right so when i got started i got started on a tuesday night and friday i went i got a new laptop back then when i got started the education was on actual cds so i had my box set with my cds and stuff and i took the weekend i literally took friday the entire day saturday the entire day sunday and i went through a complete education program properly right because i remember monday when i went to open my live account i went to the company and they were like no you're not ready for a live account as yet and i was like yeah i am i went through the education and they started asking me questions and i was able to answer all the questions that they asked so it took me a weekend um in terms of clients that I teach, I have clients that are able to do the same thing, take a weekend and go through it. I also have clients that take three months to go through your education. So it's kind of up to you as the, um, as the individual or as the client. You will kind of determine your own pace and set your own pace, but it is possible to do it in a short space of time. Now, that's just to go through the education, to learn it. It does not mean that that makes you a master trader or you're now going to start making millions. Part of learning to trade is also going to be practice, which you are going to need and you are going to um, learn from while you are practicing. So when you see certain things actually happen in the market, that is also going to teach you a lesson. So that is kind of why I say for the rest of your life is something that even with me, so trading for 10 years, there are things that I still learn every now and then up to this day. Because you would see certain things happen in the market and you would learn from that. Or I might hear my mentor saying something that for some reason I probably didn't pick up before. And that's what you need to realize. So the actual learning part, the beginning of like completing a course or a program, that can be done fairly quickly. And that can, it's all up to you as the individual. All right. Um, 
Question four, how important is training, right? I would, it's ridiculously important, it's very important. And the reason why I would say that is this, is it possible for you to learn trading without an education program or without a mentor? It is. It is very expensive, however, and it is going to cost you a lot of time. So if you want to do it on your own, just know that you're going to have to have a lot of money and a lot of time because this is what happened. The average person, they run out of money before they actually finish learn to trade and then they quit. So they say, you know what, yeah, this this isn't working because they try to do it on their own because they figure they'll save rather than buying an education package, right? It's it's much cheaper in trading, right? And it will get you actually making money faster if you find either a mentor or you find an education program that you can learn the skill and then start applying that. So do your own due diligence and Pick out an education program that can work for you. Alright, so once you find an education program that is working, that is producing results, then you could do that education program and it will actually save you time and money doing that because you will learn off the bat a strategy. And then once you learn that strategy and you start implementing it and making money, then you'd be able to go back and start adding things to it as you learn along the way, kind of creating your own strategy along the way. All right. Um, do people really become full-time traders? Yes, I am a full-time trader. All right. So I became a full-time trader about this year, I think it would be five years ago. And I was able to walk away from my job from trading. So you all kind of heard this story. Go back and listen to episode one, which is my entire story. But shortened version. So yes, I was trading for about 10 years. I decided to do this properly for a year. And I really focused for that year. And after that year, I was able to retire from my full-time job. And I became a full-time trader. And then started helping and mentoring others to do the same as well. I have a couple of clients who are full-time traders now as well that um used to work with me and they are also full-time traders now so yes people do become full-time traders um and the last question for today what are the types of trading so the different types of trading i would say there's three types so there's what you call scalping there's day trading and there's swing trading so scalping is this um some people they enter into a trade or into the market and they want to make profits like right away. So they, they want to be in the market maybe for 15, 20 minutes, half an hour, maybe an hour. So it's a very short-term style of trading where you're going to be in and out of the market quickly. But it also requires you to um, log a lot of screen time. So you need to be in front of the computer to scalp because that's not a long-term position. You're going to enter maybe even several times for the day. And, and also in terms of pips, you're going to be making smaller amount of pips, but more often. So you're going to be making maybe 15, 20 pips at a time. And you're looking to do three, four trades for the day like that in and out quickly. So you need to be in front of the computer to scalp properly. Then you have day trading. So a day trader, for instance, I do some day trading. I might be up at 4 a.m., 3 a.m. when the active zone is about to start. And then I would basically place a trade. And at that point, I place a trade. And then I could be in that trade, you know, for the for majority of the day. 
So maybe by 11 o'clock I'm out. So it's a little longer term than maybe by 6 a.m. I'm out. Maybe by 11 I'm out. So it's lo a longer term than scalping. But it's still not as long as swing trading. Alright, so in terms of pips, again, day trading, I might be going after 50, 60 pips of the day, 70 pips of the day. Maybe on two pairs. Something like that would be the setup for the day trading. And then swing trading is where I'm comfortable finding a trade. And I'm in that trade for from a couple days to maybe weeks. I know some people, some swing traders are in trades for months um, until they, they do pay out. And swing trading carries the highest reward. But this is what I'll say. From my experience, the average person does not start swing trading because they're not comfortable with the market as yet. So yes, it carries the largest reward in terms of the size of pips. So I'm not you could actually make the same amount of pips day trading or scalping, right? Um, because I mean scalping, as I say, if you if you take one swing trade for five hundred pips, and that takes you a month, and you make the five hundred pips in scalping because you were in and out every day, you could actually make more than five hundred pips. So it's it's not in terms of just per trade. Swing trading would, would be going after the most pips. But overall volume, scalping can make more. And day trading can make more. Swing, any one of them can make more depending on the setups that you get. But as I was saying, the average person doesn't start a swing trader because they're not comfortable leaving a position open for that long. They go through the emotional roller coaster where, all right, so the trade is up. And then when they come back tomorrow, please God, the trade is up, but not as much as it was. So they immediately kind of want to close it out. I need to close this out because I think they automatically think, all right, yeah, this is going all the way back down for me to lose all my money. When that might not, that is not the case usually. So swing trading is something you just have to get a certain amount of comfort with. And then you would be able to swing trade. And again, some people's personality and all wouldn't allow them to swing trade. I work with some clients that can't sleep if they have a trade open. They want to be up. They want to be in front of the screen. They want to be watching what is happening. So then swing trading is not for them. They will can't have a good night's sleep. They won't have a good night's sleep. So all that, when you start to trade, all right, you will be exposed to your trading type or your trading personality whether it be scalping, day trading, or swing trading. All right, so those are just some of the questions I wanted to answer today. So have a great day, guys, and we will you will hear from me soon. Tomorrow, please, God, I go live on Facebook at 9 a.m., so Mondays and Fridays. This week, we are up, I think, over 700 pips for the week already. So tomorrow, please, God, I'm just going to recap that and you'd be able to actually see the video. If you want, go to GMAJS Financial on Facebook and you'd be able to see the trades that we recommended on Monday. And then tomorrow, please, God, we do the recap. Have a good day.